You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. You are listening to episode number 176 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com and in today's episode you're going to hear about the time that Julius Caesar was kidnapped by pirates. And in the bonus facts today, you're going to learn a whole lot else about Caesar. Let's just get started with today's episode. A 25-year-old Julius Caesar was sailing the Aegean Sea when he was kidnapped by Sicilian pirates. The pirates who captured him initially asked for a ransom of 20 talents of silver, which is about 620 kilograms of silver, or $600,000 by today's silver prices. According to Plutarch, rather than send his associates off to gather the silver, Caesar instead laughed at the pirates and demanded they ask for 50, 1,550 kilograms of silver, as 20 talents of silver was too small of a ransom for himself. The pirates, of course, agreed, and Caesar sent some of his associates off to gather the silver, which took 38 days to accomplish. Now, nearly alone with the pirates, only keeping two servants and one of his friends, rather than cower, he instead took the route of treating them as if they were his subordinates. He even went so far as to demand that they not talk whenever he decided to take a nap or go to sleep for the night. Caesar spent most of his time with them composing poetry as well as writing speeches. He would then recite the works to the pirates. He also joined in with playing various games with the pirates and participating in their exercises, generally acting as if he wasn't a prisoner, but rather their leader. The pirates quickly grew to respect and like him, and allowed him the freedom to more or less do as he pleased on their island and ships. While he was friendly with them, he also didn't appreciate being held captive. As such, he swore to them that he would hunt them down and have them crucified once the ransom was paid. In truth, despite the fact that at the time he was just acting as a private citizen, once he was free, he did indeed manage to quickly raise a small fleet, which he took back to the island the pirates had held him at. Apparently, they hadn't taken his threats seriously, because they were still there when he arrived. He captured them, and took back his fifty talents of silver, along with all of their possessions. He next delivered the pirates to the authorities of the prison at Pergamon, and then travelled to meet the proconsul of Asia, Marcus Junius, to petition to have the pirates executed. The proconsul refused, wanting to sell the pirates as slaves and take the spoils for himself. Unhappy with this outcome, Caesar travelled back to Pergamon, where the Sicilian pirates were being held, and ordered that they be crucified under his own authority, which was subsequently done. Once again, the adage, never go against a Sicilian when death is on the line, was proven false. And now for today's bonus facts. Caesar salad was not, as is sometimes stated, named after Julius Caesar. It was actually named after its inventor, Caesar Cardini. You can learn more about this in episode number 86 of this podcast, The Origin of Caesar Salad and Why Salt Enhances Flavor. Bonus fact 2. The group that sought Caesar's assassination was no small one, as is sometimes depicted. Rather, it consisted of around 60 senators, most notably Gaius Cassius Longinus and Marcus Junius Brutus. The group proposed many ways in which they might kill him, but ultimately decided to do it when he was in the Senate, because only senators were allowed in, so he would not have any guards with him. Their plans were soon in earnest because Caesar had decided to leave in late March for an extended plan to try and conquer the Parthian Empire. Because the group was so large, whispers that an assassination attempt might occur reached Caesar, and many of his friends, and even his doctors, told him not to go to the Senate on the day of his death. Unfortunately for him, one of his closest friends, Brutus, convinced him he should go. When he arrived, one of the senators pushed him to the ground, and several of the conspirators sprang on him, stabbing him 23 times. 
After the murder, those involved thought the people would be happy that a tyrant had been removed and now the republic would be restored. Instead, most people were outraged, as Caesar had been extremely popular. In the end, rather than achieve their goal of restoring the republic, their act spurred a series of civil wars that ended with the creation of the Roman Empire. Bonus Fact 3 While Caesar's 18-year-old grandnephew Gaius Octavian, later Augustus Caesar, was Julius Caesar's named heir, Caesar actually had a son with Cleopatra named Caesarian. Because his son was an Egyptian, though, he picked a different heir. It seems he picked well, as Augustus soon became one of the great rulers in history, creating an empire that would endure for around 1,500 years. Bonus Fact 4 The Rubicon that Julius Caesar famously crossed, which was an illegal act for a general to do, taking his soldiers into Italy proper, got its name from the fact that the water had a reddish hue from the mud in that region. Specifically, the name derives from the Latin rubus, meaning red. Interestingly, despite the Rubicon once signifying the boundary between Cisalpine Gaul and Italy proper, the exact location of the river was lost to history until quite recently. The river's location was initially lost primarily because it was a very small river, of no major size or importance, other than as a convenient border landmark. Thus, when Augustus merged the northern province of Cisalpine Gaul into Italy proper, it ceased to be a border, and which river it was exactly gradually faded from history. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.